Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. A hold of something that she could take in without doing anything more of changing in her life. You see, the tree of life, if we look at it, the word life is actually Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I believe if we could look at it, really, it would almost appear that that tree of life might have even been Jesus, or at least a form of him. Might have been his very presence. And Adam and Eve chose not to eat of the tree of life because of the relationship that needed to be formed to have this. And that brings us back to the first verse I read. I'll read it again, or the second verse. Galatians chapter 1, verse 12. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. I was not taught it. I received it by revelation, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ not of the knowledge of Christ. You see, what Eve was reaching of, she was reaching for knowledge of, not wisdom in, which comes by way of the tree of life. Now, I I could spend more time on this, but I think perhaps as we go further, you will all at once make some sense out of what I'm trying to say. I noticed that every tree was pleasant to the sight and good for food. There's two special trees in that garden. One tree was life and the other was knowledge. The problem with the tree knowledge, and I should address them as the tree knowledge and the tree life. The problem with the tree knowledge, it had so many different kinds of things on it. It had everything you really wanted to make one wise. It had everything you really wanted without going through the cross of it, without having the cross like we have in our day today. It was everything that you really would desire to make you wise. It was good for food, like all the other trees. It was a desirable tree, like all the other trees. But there's one thing wrong with this tree, and that is off the same source came good and bad. And God said, you cannot have that. He did not want mankind to be polluted with the idea or to be polluted with the sin and the nature of having good and evil all within his own being. God did not want good and evil to dwell within the man. You see, within the garden was a tree, and now within man there is a tree. Because Adam and Eve ate off of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we deal with the knowledge of good and evil today in our own hearts. And this I can, I can exemplify in a little time. I will, I will get to this more clear. The aid of the tree of cunning and craftiness. Now, when you look at the word knowledge, There is numerous words interpreted knowledge in the New Testament and in the Old Testament. But the word knowledge here is the same word when we read of uh, eating of the tree of knowledge. It's the same word in Daniel chapter 12, verse 4, where the Bible talks about that in the end time, knowledge shall increase. It's referring to craftiness, personal smartness, personal things to sustain us where we become so wise and so so powerful in our own ways that we don't need the power of God. And it says that in the end time, there will be an increase of this. The same knowledge that was eaten off of the tree at the end time will, I believe, explode. And like I have told you before already, if we would take a graph and we take it from here and take it to there, 
and that would be from the beginning from the garden and this would be the day we live in we would come down with a little pointer where it it knowledge is basically going the same distance and the same heights on a chart until we come always over all, all the way over to where we are today and all at once it would spike extremely high that's how knowledge has increased but what this is referring to that there is another knowledge that will increase and i believe this knowledge is that will be increasing is in the religious realm it's in the religious world we know more about sin we know more about how to overcome it than we ever have and the world is in worse shape than it's ever been we continue on a downhill slope, living on the power of knowledge. And that knowledge will increase. We'll have all the answers. All the answers that we would ever need. You can find it in bookstores. People getting wealthy on bookstores. And I'm not putting that down in any way. There's a lot of good books. I'm even writing books as I'm speaking. I'm writing books to this very day. There's a lot of good books. But what I'm saying is knowledge shall increase. People will turn to knowledge to better themselves by their own strength and by their own power, by the things that they ate off of the tree, not by a relationship that they have with the tree of life that changes the inner man and the inner nature. And some of this comes because when we now have, as all of us are in the guilt that have the power of that knowledge within us, so we could turn, we have the two trees right within us. Uh, Romans, uh, Romans chapter seven talks about it. We have those two trees and we can walk in whichever we choose. But now since there is that fighting going on within us, we get desperate. And when we get desperate, we become impatient. And we don't allow God to take us through the course of understanding and knowing him by way of a deeper walk, by way of, by, by way of experiential living with Christ, but rather just the knowledge thing of Christ that we can find any little detail and all little details of little band-aids and everything that we can somehow grab to patch on to our life to make us better than going through the deep valleys and deep moments of life that God wants to lead us in to take us deeper into a full relationship with him rather than just knowledge that comes off of a tree that is just eaten in through the mouth but that is experienced by way of a deep deep walk sometimes personal defeat sometimes some very deep moments some very deep failures can even come to bring you down, to keep you to that place where you long and you, you lean onto Christ rather than just knowing about him, where you experience him. I noticed that in the book of Revelation, it says at the end, the, they were dressed in white robes, it said. And, and one of them said, what are these that are dressed in white, white robes? And who are they? And the answer came, it was these that have gone through great tribulation and have washed their robes in the blood of the lamb it's these moments that seem so defeating to us when we cry before God when we lay before him and we call on him over our failures over the things that have tripped us and over the things that have discouraged us it's at those moments when the blood of Jesus cleanses those robes those are the ones that are seen in heaven God is not looking for, at your failure. He's looking at your heart. Many people make failures. I make failures. He's look, not looking at my failure. He's looking at my heart. 
and he knows what my heart wants. And I believe according to the Bible at the judgment seat of Christ, it will be my heart that will stand before him. This is the Christian walk. And it's the difference, it's the different choice that Adam and Eve wanted versus what was offered to all humanity. Humanity, at that point, got the option, which was really no option after the aid of the forbidden tree, that now we deal with something that was never intended for us to deal with. God never intended that we understand knowledge and evil. He just wanted us to understand good. It was the tree of life. He just wanted us to have life and be full of life and never die and never have a disease and never have sin. That's what God wanted. That's what he created. But when man chose to take his own arm out and to reach into that tree where there was a serpent hidden in it and speaking out of it that you can go this way without paying the price. You can go this way without the cost. You can go this way, which is the easy way. You can go, may I say, oh, that the Ishmael might live. That Ishmael might just live in me that my performance could bring to me what I really want. This is what Eve and Adam reached for, and God drove them out of the garden. I see this. It must be a most frustrating life for people that only have it up here. But then down here in their private closets and when they're alone, they're completely different. They're not the same person. There's things hidden in there. There's cries, and I, I've heard those cries. I've heard your cries. I've heard your cries come out of you, that you're crying in desperate times and desperate moments where you're seeking God and you're calling out to him for victories that you have not experienced, that you long to have. You know, these are experienced by going through it. It's the way of the cross. It's the real life. It's where God changes you from one glory to another. It's not just the understanding that comes into the head. It's by a divine walk with God. It says the tree of knowledge, if you look at it in Greek and Hebrew, it says it's the cunning and craftiness. In Luke chapter 11, verse 52, woe unto you lawyers. I want you to see this. Woe unto you lawyers, for ye have taken away the key of knowledge. Ye have ye entered not in yourselves, and them that were entered ye hindered. The act of the key of knowing. And I hope there's if there's lawyers in here, I don't know if there's lawyers in here or not. If there happens to be, I'm not against them. But I just want to show what they do. You see, when somebody gets in trouble with the law, without a lawyer knowing that person at all, he will basically tell that person what that person needs to plead. If that person just killed somebody, if I could use that as a grim example, if that person just killed somebody, the lawyer will tell that person, do not confess. That lawyer will then tell that person everything that person is to say without forming any relationship. It's all knowledge. 
This is what a typical lawyer will do. A lawyer, a lawyer will present you. A lawyer will speak about you. A lawyer, lawyer, a lawyer will, uh, will present you or represent you and put words in your mouth that you need to have. And then it says here in Luke chapter 11, 52, Woe unto you lawyers, for ye have taken away the key of knowledge. The real key of knowledge. Ye entered not in yourselves, and them that were entering ye hindered. It's the key of knowing. You've taken away the key of knowing because you don't need to know me anymore. You can just tell me what to say. You can just tell me what to plead. I don't have to walk through the depth of finding out and knowing. This is based also on the basis where Paul said, Oh, that I might know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Paul said that I might know Jesus and the depth of who he was and the understanding of who he was by way of suffering, by way of understanding much deeper that it is entwined and interwoven in my physical being. He said that I might learn Jesus that way, not by way of a presentation from a lawyer where he will tell me what all to speak, where I'll use my best wisdom to say it, but by the power that gets interwoven through sometimes the horrible defeats that I make, and then my sacrifice, and then my confessing, coming to him and being real before God in true worship, and showing him and telling him my weaknesses. In this, he says, lawyers, you have kept people from entering into him. You've taken away the key of it. The key is to come down and walk in humble human form, to walk where God meets us as little children, not as somebody large, not as somebody that knows it all. This is where God, see, this is the division between the two trees. The one tree is a tree of life, and that's the one that you'll always get life from. Tell me one person that hasn't surrendered their life to Christ and given everything to... Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.